Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. back. Thank you. It's great Sit to down, be please. back. Sit down, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank That's you. Right. Enough, enough. G'day, MMA <laughs> is back again, and everybody loves it. Uh, Joe Ben, you were there. I saw you talking. I, I saw you you say Andre Orlovsky. <laughs> I was very proud. I know. And you know, thank God for this show, because uh, I would have botched it live on tv if i hadn't had 30 reps over here i don't know if anybody would have really <laughs> minded that much i don't yeah. i'm not sure how because I, I don't think any i mean you're in mma all day you've mentioned his name a million times in your life and no one's ever called you want to no one ever said anything do you want to know that it got to andre orlovsky and i got a video of andre orlovsky's face looking at me going wait wait what do you mean somebody sent you a meme somebody sent the video to andre Oh, no way. Keith Jardine sent it to Andre Orlovsky. And then also... Our video. Yes. And so he, our podcast gets... Jardine listens to it. He thinks it's yeah. good. So the Dean of Caffeine sends it to Andre. <laughs> the Dean of Caffeine. So yeah. Andre sees it. And then my guy, Jeremy from Dark Alliance, that makes all those crazy guns and stuff and that yeah. crazy axe over there. Yeah, he yeah. is friends with Andre. And I just recently had Andre's UFC gloves on to not break my knuckles when I went through that wall of fire the mm -hmm. other day. So he already knows me from that one. And then when he saw that, he goes, uh, good. He said, something, uh, good luck at, at, for Alan trying to say the rest of my friends' names. Like, yeah. He thinks, because he thinks his name is not that difficult and he has friends that are... Orlovsky. Yes. Well, Orlovsky said that? Yes. That's that's just so funny. That, Andre Orlovsky that knows up, about how that, we don't know how to say his yeah, name. Yeah, that's... Um, that's, that's kind of good. Uh, I don't, yeah, I get, I don't know. He didn't say, fuck you, I'm coming for he you. Wasn't he wasn't mad. Was, yeah, he was like, you guys are stupid. No, I showed him, um, I showed him love on this show because even though he lost this fight, um, man, I thought he looked good. Dude, I, how did he get his chin back? Yeah, yeah. Tom That's hit him about. with a giant shot that I heard crack Big across shots. the cage. And I saw him still stop for a second, like it definitely hurt him, but... Ten years ago, eight years ago, six years ago, he would be sleeping from that shot. He was able to regain it. You saw in that fight, Tom Aspinall, who's a tremendous up-and-coming guy. Amazing. Uh, kind of hurt Oslowski. Cracked him, like you said. Put Oslowski. Uh, Damn it, I'm doing Orlovsky. it again. Orlovsky. You, you did too. You're all right. Put Orlo Orlovsky against the fence. And then remember, he was wailing on him. He was hitting yeah. him in the body, and he did like a 30-punch combo, and he was about to gas himself. And then Tom Aspinall showed uh good good awareness in the cage look i'm not going to finish this guy he is too tough he's a veteran he's kind of so crazy we're saying this a guy in the heavyweight division who has really fast hands who's known for having power cracked andre yeah and andre was still and he, there and he, he recovered was, he'd weathered it and andre cracked him one time <laughs> yeah. and that, that's probably the hardest tom aspinall has been hit since he's been inside the ufc 
And he goes, oh, shit. Like, ours, he's, he's, yeah. he's a live one. Arzlowski is still dangerous Very right dangerous. now. Very dangerous. Um, and eventually, it didn't go Andre's way. Oh, it was a takedown. In the second round, and Tom had to make a beautiful adjustment and took him down. Andre was more surprised than I was. With the RNC? With the takedown. With, with the takedown I think the takedown, he was like, wait, I thought we were agreeing to knock each other out. Yeah. It's just weird to know that a guy who has all those uh, different facets of mixed martial arts can't. I mean, I don't know. You you obviously know way more than I do, but this, it looked like he was like, whoa, takedown, and then yeah. dis, 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 disrespected the takedown and just went to get up like it was nothing and then was like, oh, wait, you're going to submit me? It looked like he was almost he like, I thought we were just, we weren't doing any grappling. It seemed like he just got under the chin so quick, right? But I think it was just, I think he was just stunned. I think he was stunned. That takedown was so vicious because he hit the back of his head on the cage. You saw that, right? right? Yeah. And, and, and like on TV, it's hard for us to really watch it on TV and and, and grasp like how much that hurt. But you know what it's like if somebody, if your friend picks you up and when they're supposed to let you down, your head hits the wall on the way down or something yeah. like that. And you imagine doing that in a 25 foot cage where the cage, even though it's rubber coated or whatever on top of the metal, it hurts. It hurts no, when, people, you, when you cheese grade your it's elbows a wall. your head. It, it's, it's, it's a wall. It, it doesn't feel good. And he hit that thing so hard, I felt like he was in shock. He was like, holy crap, that was a huge yeah. shakedown that didn't feel good. And as soon as he kind of got to the all fours, I'm getting up position, Aspinall was in. No Straight hooks, no didn't need right. it. But Aspinall said, he said this in the post-fight interview. He goes, look, I, I don't need hooks. If I get in that position, anybody in the world is going to tap. And so what it made me believe is that He's a guy that even though he's a, a boxer, yeah. he has a tremendous squeeze. He trusts right. in his squeeze. He probably gets guys all the time on the chin right. and still taps him. It doesn't have to be under the on, on the throat. And he had as clean as you can on the throat on Ovlovsky. So it was just like it was done. He tapped right. He tapped right away. Seems like quick hands when they're throwing at your face, and also quick, quick hands quick when they tuck under your, <laughs> your chin. It, goes, it works hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, so getting to the main event, we got. Uh, I I was off by one round. He knocked him out. I said knockout in the first round. He, he you knocked, called Lewis knockout yeah. in the third? I called Lewis knockout in the first. In the first. Okay. Yeah, so. I was calling Lewis possibility getting the knockout in the later rounds when uh, 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 Blades might have been fatigued. Right, he gassed himself from wrestling. That's yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But uh, that was, I don't know how was, you get one uppercut to do that. I really don't. Just, uh, just uh, his power is second to none. Because, I mean, I, yeah, he's got a, Good stance. He pivoted on it, and it's a you know he got a good rotation, but it was short. It wasn't even clean, right? Yeah, it was like, right. like ridge hand and, wrist, and it seized him up like it ended him. Can you imagine having the ability to hit someone and do that? You put on these gloves right here, and 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 you know that you know you might hit me with some jab, but if I get one clean one, I wish I had that power. I, I I've got a a good amount of knockouts on my record, but I've never. Like you said, sees some. I've never had somebody just go stiff and not move for three minutes like that. He's the kind of guy that I feel like there's knockouts where you get somebody and they didn't see it coming, and then there's knockouts where you see it coming and you and you and you flinch up for it, yeah, and you still get stiffed. You just he just he's forced a, it. He he's forced a fucking the car knockout. crash, man. It's like hitting a car. I, I love that you said Shane Carwin hitting me. Yeah. It was a very similar feeling where I felt. <laughs> his whole. I know. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> so people would watch <laughs> Alice Mania. I don't know, but. I just remember bumping him and and just a couple of jabs where I felt like I was like, man, it's not even, it's impossible to get past you. Like yeah. you're, it reminded me of trying to push a car and the mm -hmm. dude hasn't taken the parking brake off yet. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to take it out of park because it's not moving. 
I thought about a car analogy as well. When I see Lewis, <laughs> it's a car because, crash. Because he's not the fastest guy in the world. And the he's punch is getting faster. I getting think he's faster. Getting he, he's getting his faster. His back is healed. He, he, Those sprawls were amazing. And did you see, by the way, his uh his warm uh, on the videos when they were showing the promo leading to the fight? Um, he's hitting pads. <laughs> the biggest gloves I have ever seen. You know, sometimes they have like those uh, 18 ounce gloves. Yeah. It's like he was wearing 20s or something. Yeah. They were these huge freaking gloves that he had on, but he was hitting pad work all the time. So you take away an 18, 20 ounce glove and you put on four ounce gloves. It doesn't matter what he hits. But the car analogy that you said, he didn't even hit the guy flush. He hit blades with somewhat of the wrist. But it's the same thing as if a car is rolling down a hill at three miles an hour and your head's in a way and it gonks you, yeah. you're fucking going right. to sleep. You're right. going to sleep. And it's the same thing with him. It doesn't have to be flush. It doesn't have to be a perfectly timed one. Even if you're bracing for it, flexing those neck muscles, if it hits you, it's just so powerful, you're going concuss. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, the, he also got hit a few times and it, and it, no, it, it showed me that he has... Probably the better the better chin out of all heavyweights in MMA. Do you think Lewis has one yeah. of the better chins in all? Yeah, I think he got tagged a couple times, and it maybe it looked like he got hit so hard that it knocked him off balance. Yeah, but it didn't do anything to his brain. Like he was still completely there, hundred percent. Was just like, whoa, that was a giant hit. I don't yeah. know if that dude has cracked enough to. to I don't like him. Has, and, I want to see him and Ngano fight again. Yeah, because I think they're both the two hard, hardest hitting people in the world. Yeah, yeah. I, and I don't know how good Francis's head is. His jaw is because yeah. I've never seen anybody really. You test would it. think that just genetically, it's Lewis. Lewis has a better chin. Like if like uh, scientifically, naturally, I think naturally, who's got a bigger neck and skull? How thick is their skull? Lewis has a thicker it skull. Is, Lewis, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lewis is a right. bigger genetically, just a bigger okay. man. And just at the end of the day, you would think the thicker, the big bone, thick people, yeah. like they could take stuff better. And, and you would think it's him. And neither man has probably ever been knocked out in, in their life. And so you think about, we, I think we might've talked about this one time, but the more you get knocked out, the more susceptible you are to continuing yeah. getting knocked out. When you're the heavyweight champ, when you're not the heavyweight champ, but when you're one of the baddest men on the planet, you're continually knocking other people out and you've never been knocked out. You've lost fights, but neither of those men have never been slept like they did to blades. So their chin is still as, as tough as it yeah. is from day one. So yeah, it's a and if you can thing. get on the in, if you can get in the inside and eat one and to, to give one and you're, you're giving one as a car crash. And yeah. you have a, you pretty much have a motorcycle helmet on while fighting. <laughs> it's a tough, it's a tough guy to go against. You can take against. that chance, exactly. Yeah, yeah it, it's a crazy thing for him to have that power. But you know, the thing that confused me a little bit after the fight was, um, I didn't know there was any type of animosity between the two men. I really I didn't. didn't. Know there was either. Lewis is pissed, man. I mean, he keeps saying when he, you saw the two strikes after. Yeah. I mean, he was obviously out as soon. I, yeah. He. Lewis knocked him out with the uppercut yep. and then almost kind of pushed him over. He was out. He yes, fell I, over unconscious. I agree. We all agree. He followed it up with two more shots. Herb Dean stepped in. Um, and he kept saying, like, that boy was talking trash. That boy was talking trash. So those, those other two shots, that's on Herb Dean. I'm not going to stop. And, and, and Lewis actually was... Had had anger towards him for whatever trash talk there was. But I don't, I don't, I don't see Blaze as, like, a tremendous... or. Maybe he was making it co competitive or selling the fight, but yeah. I can't see Blades. And unless there's some video, if our viewers have a video, send it. I want to see it. But for Blades to be personal enough to like to get under Lewis's skin, what did he say? Like, what what, did, what could he Okay, have let said? me ask you this: If you had a fight with Lewis and you were good friends with him, yeah, and he caught you with an uppercut, do you think he doesn't give you those two punches at the end? Yeah, well, I mean, Lewis, I don't think Lewis plays in any other game, but yeah. 
Uh, I think Lewis is ghost. I think if your ref doesn't get in the way. Yeah, he's I agree a, with that. He's a. He's I think a thug, those punches would have come either way. Yeah, he's but a monster. When, when when he was asked about it, he made it sound personal, like I wanted to teach him a lesson, which threw me off because he's such a. Yeah, I don't like kind that. of a uh, yeah. He's such a uh, a funny dude, such a likable guy, Lewis. Yeah. And it's not like you can't get personal, but to think that Blades who seems like a very nice guy, yeah. not making fun of him or anything. He kind of has a stuttering problem. He doesn't come off as he like... He talked about that this time for the first yeah, time. And it's overcoming funny, it and when he talked about it, it's the first time I caught it. I didn't know either. I didn't even know I he didn't had know one. either. I thought he talks... I feel like, I feel I feel like the, they kind of got some audio of him fucking up yeah. to prove that he had one. When I, thought, I saw him stuttering, I go, when did he start stuttering? Yeah. I never knew. And so so props to Blades, man, for overcoming that. And, and, and he talked about it in his thing that... That he would go out drinking, and because when he would drink, right, it would help him. He would talk smooth, up. and he would talk he to girls, and so he was kind of trying to find a balance between drinking. So he had to do his thing. But the moral of the story is this: <laughs> Blades didn't come across as the kind of guy that says some ill will shit. Um, but apparently, he said something that teed Lewis off, man, and um, he teed off on him because of it. Well, uh, I do feel bad for Curtis. I know that somebody got his phone number and FaceTimed him and said, you got knocked out and shit. And I'm, That's and I think. insane. Why would you do that? Like, like because, why would you? I'll tell you why. Because you're a fan of mixed martial arts and you've never trained a day in your life. You 100%. don't know what it's like. Because. You have never uh, fought if you, if you would do that. If you'd ever fight or you've had any training, you'd know. He fucking fought. Uh, fucking my balls is hot. And yeah. He, and he also like beat over him and he beat like this dude's a real fighter and he and, like would you dare to fight lewis like I, a lot of people even they said they would they're lying and he faced him and he was you know he's a great athlete and, and it shows yeah, it's the way of the world the Social courage medium. that it takes to fight a guy like that but then when you get knocked out like to see somebody injured and down really and hurt, hurt and concuss and really hurt and then think it's funny and then to call and, and, yeah. and troll on them and say it will things it just it, it's it's a it's a garbage move i will say one thing i had to mention my wife noticed that in the preview they were saying that curtis blades uh proposed to his wife because they were watching a <laughs> wedding commercial and he was like so do you want to get married and my wife was like what an asshole and i was like oh yeah that is as a guy, like I played a tattoo game with Katie and, oh, yeah? and made her lose. I rigged it, oh, and yeah? then she had to get a blindfolded, a blindfolded tattoo. And my tattoo was "Will you marry me?" Like, and I'm not a romantic guy, and I put in work. This dude. Wait, so you? I, I just want to hear this story a little more. So she did a tattoo. <laughs> she has a tattoo. Katie has a tattoo. You have a tattoo on you of a "Will you marry me?" Yeah, it's a real tattoo. Yeah, it's there right now. Yeah, it's real bad too. <laughs> I was a blindfolded tattoo. No, I did it. She was blindfolded, so she didn't know what it was going to be. Okay, okay. So the game was, if she won, she'd tattoo me, and if I won, I'd tattoo her. Both of us can't tattoo, so it was going to be a bad tattoo. And we, you tattooed her. She yeah. was blindfolded. Will you marry me? Yeah, and then Where she at? took it off on the side of her leg. Can you? This is amazing. I didn't know. Can you bring story. it here? Can, Can you bring that it? leg? Are you camera ready, Katie? <laughs> did your pants come up? There she, oh, there she is. <laughs> Wait, let me see real quick. Can't really say mean on that. Oh, that's not bad. That's that's pretty. I think that's pretty pretty good uh, lettering right there. Yeah. Did Marry she me? Question mark. Yep. Yep. Did you tattoo back? Yes. No. No. Put it. I know, right? It's only fair that I just have yes written on my head or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, that's so, amazing, man. Good luck, Blades. You'll bounce back, but you yeah. won't bounce back from that proposal. That was hideous.
Yeah, it was bad. And he didn't have a ring prepared either, I think. If he, if he, if he if saw, he the, just commercial, saw the commercial. No. And then goes, will you marry me? Yeah, there was none of that. But you know, it worked out good for her. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this. I saw in the video, she showed her ring. It's and a it big was a, ring. It was a banger. Yeah. Right? So she goes, boom, we just made the agreement. Let's go ring shopping now because I know exactly what I want. <laughs> Probably <laughs> better. Yeah, she got the big ring. It was not good for her. Let's go to the co-main where it's Caitlin Vieira and Yana Kuniskaya. Yeah. And I thought Kuniskaya was going to lose this fight. Mm -hmm. um, I love their the love trying that no, I love the Tiago. love that Tiago's there that he's yeah. speaking English and yelling at all this different stuff. And I thought it was amazing to see. I think she's really grown when it comes to the ground game because mm -hmm. I think uh, uh, as Caitlin was definitely. Vieira, yeah, yeah. Vieira was definitely planning on taking her out on the ground. And Yana had all the right answers to get out of those things on the ground and get back up and do some work. Great cardio, out hustled. And I know, I know at the I know the last round where she was. I'm looking a mounted. little blank face. I know, I know, a, I know. Because <laughs> the, the last round, but she didn't way. do I look, she didn't do anything. Mm. Vieira was on top. And Yana was up striking, landing strikes. Well, uh, I felt like Vieira was resting or trying. Yeah. There was no submission. There was no I think she ground had a couple of attempts, but it wasn't anything promising. It nothing wasn't like looked like she like was it. in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, Even I, I, when she had the back, didn't look like she was in trouble. Nothing, nothing crazy. But yes, only with how much time was it? Twenty seconds or th was it? It was a minute or she controlled. Wasn't very long. Vieta controlled about four and a half minutes. Around the thirty-second mark was when Kuniskaya. Kuniskaya Went from back to mount. Would you say that it was even for the first two rounds? It was one apiece, correct? Yeah, from what I remember, it might have been even. Yes, that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. It was it was one and one, yeah. one and one. So the last round had to go for yeah. broke. Yeah. So yes, usually if you control the fighter for over half the round, you should win. But when she reversed her, she landed some giant elbows, and it was the most damage of the fight. And it when was. they when the bell went and she got back up, her face was covered in blood. Yeah. And the judges saw that. When you put Stamage. side by side, Kuniskaya didn't have a mark on her. I mean, right. she still looked like this pretty girl that didn't even fight. And 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 Vieta was busted up. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, hmm. I wonder how the judges are gonna score this. And then after the fight, when they showed the punch count, you know what the punch count was? 172 for Kuniskaya to like 26 for Vieta. Oh, and wow. I go, okay, Vieta's got a gash on her face yeah. and she lost the punch count by 150 strikes yeah and then i get she it just mounted i get it her for, for five minutes or oh, sorry four and a half minutes that was after the fight they showed the punch count before that even though she was bleeding vieta i was thinking but the judges just it, it was still too little too late in my mind and this isn't my personal opinion this is my opinion on this is how it's normally scored this is how they right. normally score takedowns yeah, i would have agreed vieta won if they had us called it but when they didn't call it for her and they called it for Kuniskaya, yeah. I, I thought, yeah, because what the fuck was that four minutes of fucking right. blue ball of me? Like I really, I, as a fan, and I get it when people say, you know, you don't understand the ground game. Well, I think I understand the ground game enough to know that there wasn't anything happening. If she had been attacking all different limbs and, and, and ground and pounding and knees Trying and elbows. Trying to end the fight. It's all, in my she mind, didn't do that. I'm always looking at fighters and I'm thinking, are they trying to finish the fight? Right. Are they looking for a way to knock out or submit this opponent? She was or, looking or to they sit on her them? for the entire round right. to get the win. That's what she was going to do. If you look, if you look at uh, uh, Khabib, he gets on top of people and he is relentless. He does damage the entire time. Right. He doesn't just 
position before submission. It's position and pound you out, position and pound you out, advance, 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 submit right. you, or however At the rest of no point would a ref even consider trying to break that up because he is working. Right. I, that was you, not happening in this fight at all. Do you think maybe the ref could have stepped in and broke that up? You can't really do that Stood when somebody... Yeah, but when, when they when have, you have the full back. Right. Yeah. So the, 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 the problem that I had with it was was this. So if 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 we saw Vieta the entire time clinging on for dear life, trying to stall, trying to stall, um, and, and Kuniskaya, on the other hand, was working her ass off to either stand up or switch which is what which i was yelling at the tv the entire time kunitskaya wasn't doing the correct thing she had the back she her back was taken vieta had the hooks in and she was throwing those little rabbit those little yeah. punches right and that's where and the hundred for the foot to get it unlocked though right yeah she should have been trying to find a moment where she can get the arm or anything protect the neck get an arm but swing in from back Mounted to belly to belly, where oh, she would have okay. then been in mount. She did, but very late. She didn't do it exactly until the last thirty seconds. Right. So the four and a half minutes, and I was going, okay, you're rabbit, you're hitting her, but she's not. It's not even going to make a mark. That's not going to do anything, and that's not trying to <laughs> get out of this position, and it's not going to end the fight. You're just hitting her, and it's well, like the, the argument is, stand it up. If you're in, if you got someone's back and you're not doing any damage and you're not getting your your uh, choke going yeah. and they're just landing these shots that, as you said, are not doing a lot of damage. Yeah. But they're still landing. They are accumulative... Oh my God, I can't say the word. It's damage. Accumula yeah. That keeps adding up and you have to score it. Like you said, the score, the punch, the punch count was way higher for her. Drastically different. What do you do in that position? It's, let's say somebody has a mount and they don't do anything and you're lifting the head and elbowing. Elbowing, yeah, and they they've got the mount the whole time, but you're, you're damaging punch. from bottom, even right. though you're in the in the bad. And then position. you go to get up, and then they get you back, and you just whack them and crack them, and they don't get any arm underneath your neck, but you're there for two minutes. In that two minutes, does the judges say the guy had your back, mm -hmm. so he gets the 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 points from whatever this little grapple was, or no, the other person landed thirty strikes while he had you in the back on the mount or, or on the back. Yeah. Uh, which one do you go for? Which one do you call? You're giving it. You, it so when they score it, I always think Because you think it's changed. What's that? You're saying you think it's changed. Or you the think scoring, the judging was we're just seeing, soft? We're seeing it. We're seeing, to agree with you, more educated judging. More educated judging. Because you're saying it's educated? Because to me, I, don't I think know if it I'm is more educated, educated because, because I they're think it's educated. more exciting for the for the viewer if where if judging is more about landing strikes doing yeah. damage and not just controlling which can be seen it's, as it's the brush stroke of like that's the general easy rule yeah you're bleeding you're not bleeding but you also have to think the educated judging now is coming this is the flow of fighting uh oh, oh they're on the ground i don't know what's happening but whoever's bleeding is losing right and then they got a little more educated and they go oh takedowns takedowns matter because now that we realize that that wrestling is so tremendously hard and taxing and takes so much cardio and if you take somebody down and you're controlling them meaning they can't get up if i tell you get up get up get up you can't get up i'm winning because i'm controlling but then we realized a couple of years ago but now we're seeing guys lay and pray they just stay in there and becoming a wet blanket and they're not really looking to finish a fight and so in this fight i go well take in the recent years and how the sport has always evolved and how they score them even though she cut her with 30 seconds left in the round she was controlled and could not get up for four minutes and 30 seconds so probably a little too late for uh, for, for uh, kuniskaya then vieta uh, and Vieta would have got the fight. Kuniskaya gets the nod. She got the win. And I was shocked. But then when I saw the numbers and I thought about the cut, like we talked about, I go, well, this is a good thing. This is judges saying, I'm not going to give you points for the takedown because you didn't do shit. 
Yeah. You didn't do shit. You didn't try to finish your fight. Yep. You didn't damage her. And even though it was only six strikes in the last 30 seconds that was elbows to your face, it cut you open. And so I'm going to score that. It's good for the fans because if you do have someone's back and you know that you're not getting the choke or you do have somebody in the mat and, you're, and you are wasting your time, you, I've always thought from the outside looking in, I know Dana White. If I was good enough to be in the UFC and I had the mount and I couldn't do anything with it, yeah. I'm getting up because I know he's not interested in he me if I don't start it. cracking everybody. Yeah. That's just like, you idiot, man. This is uh, entertainment. It's entertainment. It doesn't matter what people say. It's entertainment. At the end of the day. Like, look at Conor McGregor. He's not the greatest fighter that's ever lived. Yeah. But he gets paid like he is. Very, very good. But he has that other aspect that makes him a superstar. Back to that last thing, one thing. Judging is scored on these two these two rules. Effective striking or effective grappling, right? Yeah. And then at the end of the day, it's damage that makes it effective, right? If yeah. I'm grappling you and I'm submitting you or I'm I, I, I'm taking you down repeatedly and controlling you, that's being effective. If I'm striking and landing, it's being effective. But how do you differentiate who's being effective? Because she was effective. She was effective in holding down uh, uh, Kuniskaya for four and a half minutes. Kuniskaya was not effective in getting up. But she did a lot more damage, and so I agree. Damage at the end of the day should overcome how effective you are. You are in one of these two categories. I think it could be a little bit different. Let's say Vieira was actually throwing a lot of punches when she was on top or had the back. Then yeah. maybe I've got a different argument going on here because I'm like, hey man, she's got the better position and she's hitting you back. Yeah. But it really looked like one's hitting and one's just holding on. Yeah. And you shouldn't get the win for holding on. I don't. I don't like people that are holding on. The the, the only the only other thing that throws a wrench in the uh, the damage thing is say let's say let's take Nate Diaz for for, for instance yep. the Diaz brothers are, bleed are, easy they're bleed they're bleeders right there's so much you scar think he tissue. could get a uh, surgery like Vandalay and do you think that when Vandalay got that surgery did it actually help him not bleed I don't bleed? know I don't know that's a he doc. looked better he he looked a little looked different like a different birthday. got a little bit of a facelift on you know yeah. he might have said while you're at it I, he did <laughs> you know, I little, reckon he did he looked great those crow's feet you know <laughs> he got rid of his crow's feet <laughs> so man so got a awesome. face job he, you uh, know he is not a guy Crow's yeah. feet. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even know what fucking like, he doesn't even know he has eyes yeah, come a little, on a lip injection yeah, yeah Vandalay got some work done um, and apparently that was supposed to kind of help with the scar tissue yeah. and the cuts. But what I'm getting at is my point is if you have somebody like Vandalay or the Nate Diaz, guys that have been in wars, they have so much scar tissue and it's jab for jab, right? And, and I'm landing more, um, or this, this is how the scoring system was. Let me reset. If you punch me 10 times, but they're jabs and they don't really stumble me and I hit you one time, but I stumble you damage. That's when damage takes over, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's effective on both ways, but my damage was more. So I'm now winning, but let's say. Let's say one of us bleeds easily. And so I hit you one time and you're busted up bleeding, but you still hit me 10 times and I'm not bleeding. And then it becomes like, this is like almost like water cooler talk, but it's it, it becomes down to like, the judges have to know who the fighter is, right? Just like yeah. the referee knows, okay, this guy gets knocked down, but he doesn't get knocked out. Let me give him a chance to recover. So if Nate Diaz is bleeding every single fight, I can't say, oh, he definitely lost that round. He's busted up because Nate Diaz bleeds every single fight, every single round. So it's just the more educated our judges, our referees become and familiar with the fighters that they're that they're, they're cornering or judging, then the better and, and more accurate the scoring will be. But it just takes so many, it takes so many fights and so much knowledge amongst everybody to get everything pinpoint right on. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna agree with you. That was the right call. It just shocked me. Cause I go, I go, it was too little, too little, too late. Yeah, me too. Boom, she got the call. I go, okay, I had to kind of digest it. It and felt say, right. This is right. This is right.
It it's felt right. right when they got it. When the person it. that has nothing on their face and is not beat up should not have lost a fight unless it looked drastically different. Unless you were on her for all three rounds, maybe. All three rounds or something. But, but if didn't. it was it was the last round, was show me who wants it more. <laughs> uh, so then we move into what I thought was an a excellent fight was this Chris Dorcas guy who went against Orlenic. Oh, man. And, you know, Orlenic is not a great striker, uh, but at least... I mean, he's a giant, very, very powerful man who can uh, has great hand strength. So if he gets a hold of your hands, he's going to wear your arms out at least. He, I mean, I know he's getting older, but he was already old. He's never been young as far o as I remember. Olenek? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's been around forever. He's got like 70 I, fights. Like he's got a ton of fights. I think he's like 44, man. 44. He's got, he's he got uh, 55. like 12 Ezekiel chokes. And yeah. he's even got like four scarf chokes, which if a scarf choke is... Yeah, this is, is like Boz Root and shit. So if you lay down, if you were laying down behind me and I had and I was I had my back on your belly and I grabbed you in like a headlock and I grabbed your your legs and I kind of just like no your way. Head. You're like one of those. And that it just works. It just crushes your 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 your, your pipes, your wind pipes, yeah. right? And it's a big man move, right? It's like if I did that, I'm not probably gonna submit too many people unless I'm fighting somebody much smaller than me. But when you're Olenek 265 and you crush things for for a living, that's what he does. He has these scarf chokes. He has chokes that normal people can't get, but powerful people. Because he's so powerful. He's got the Ezekiel, he's got the scarf choke, and, and so he's dangerous in that manner. But as you said, going against Chris Dawkins, was yeah. it? Yeah, Chris Dawkins, who this has is the new the heavyweight. Most odd body type. body for, yeah. for what he does. He's Cuts angles and is fast, and he's he looks like he was at one point like three fifty, like right? Big way or more than, than that. that. And he's like really short arms and the belly fat and the boob fat and but it. What's his name? Tyson, the boxer. Uh, 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 Tyson. Tyson um, Fury. Tyson Fury, right? Also Same thing, right? Not not like that, right? But he was like four hundred pounds at one yeah, point. Yeah, he did. He got it, but he he yeah. lost a tremendous amount of weight. But he doesn't show it. Tyson Fury doesn't have like um a ton tremendous amount of See, extra baggage. Tyson got fat when he after he'd already won and you know did a bunch of blow and partied and cheeseburgered himself into a kind of a fat guy. But he wasn't still, genetically born a big guy. Yeah, because he's he was a boxer his whole life. Yeah, this guy looks like he was not a fighter in yeah. his childhood. A police was, officer, I believe. Okay, He's a police officer. Well, I mean, I would love I'm to know saying. how big he was at one point because that body looks like too. he must have been fat, right? Right. Like we it, both agree, hundred percent. See his body, you think this guy lost a tremendous amount of weight, and you know what's what's the shocking thing is, and maybe it's not shocking. You're carrying around extra weight your whole life. You lose a tremendous amount of weight. Are you now tremendously faster? Because look, he's one of the fastest hands out of all the heavyweights. Yeah. I, the moment that I saw his fight, when I was looking at his fights, I go. This guy moves special. Now I'm all in the movement. When I see people that move special in a certain way, I go for a big good man, head movement too. Good head movement, fast hands. He smells blood. His footwork sets up his hands, but he's got a speed advantage with the hands. And um, he's got it, a speed it's special, man. With the head too. He waits for you to throw so that he can dip his head to the side and counter punch. Like I, you know what I wonder, man? Guy. What do you think about this? I'm curious on your thoughts. So, Chris Dawkins. Two, three and oh now in the UFC. Yeah. Uh, three knockouts, three finishes, tremendous boxing. Tom Aspinall, three and oh now in the UFC. Is that all Three he knockouts. Is? Wow. Or, or three finishes, rather, yeah. maybe I should say. Yeah, because it's submission over, over Orlovsky. I think the only problem with that is. Do you is, match him or do you build no, him? Cause you no, know? because Tom won't take that fight. Don't, Tom is already on a hype train. He just beat Andre Orlovsky. Yeah. Why the hell would you go back but, down so to you this think, nobody? You think. Tom Aspinall is more momentum hyped than, yeah. than 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 Dawkins right now. Yes, I do. The more than Dawkins. Yes, because after well, that performance, I'm not gonna. 
with you arguing you with all me, I'm going to back down because it's MMA we're uh, talking about. Yeah. But I think that we've been talking about Tom a little bit more. He hangs out with... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Darren Till. Darren Till. And then Biz being fucking loves his ass as well. So they, <laughs> they, they got dudes that are on but his side. But that doesn't improve your rankings. It just seems like he's more popular. <laughs> you know what? You might like popular people get... And the bottom line is he beat Andre Orlovsky. Orlovsky was Ar- ranked well. If, if you was beat he ranked? Are we going to bring that up, Katie, with the, the rankings of the of the opponents that lost? Um, I'm just curious what Orlovsky was ranked. 10? He might have been. Because I'm just, whoever was in the higher spot probably is going to take that spot. If Orlovsky was 10, Tom Aspinall might take that 10 spot and then therefore would be kind of more, have more momentum. And going the forward. name. Tom Aspinall. I just think no. I think beating. I think beating Andre is oh, oh, is, is a bigger victory. I thought you meant his name literally, like a better name. No, <laughs> like, and the name. Aspinall. I gotta leave the names alone with you. <laughs> um, yeah, Arvlovsky is a bigger name, no doubt. Um, what about if uh, Chris Dawkins, Dawkins was, was able to, to get? You know how you can get the fat cut off you. Yeah. So then he would lose that thing. He'd be even faster. Have you ever? You, I know you've Shit. done this. You know when you train even with that faster. the heavy with the weight vest, mm-hmm. and then you take the weight vest off. Take that off. Honestly, how much fat do you think that dude's got that isn't working with his brain? Right, and and he's so good, and Chris Dawkins. If you watch your show ever, we See, love you. I'm actually yeah. probably one of your newest, biggest, best fans. So whatever we're saying, it's because we love you, dude. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a straight yeah. You don't up have fan. to get that cut out, but yeah. if you were to go to Nip Tucked or whatever and get that <laughs> thing cut off, botched or yeah, and then you would have. Don't go to botched. Let's no, well, yeah, but those are the botched is the oh yeah uh, they, they were messed it. up and then they fix it. Well, he hasn't had any surgery. He hasn't had that anything. He, but but I love you. It man. wouldn't hurt. I think you're. I think you're the future of the UFC right now. I'm in heavyweight division. So do your thing. And then going to the future of the UFC, Phil Haas is. A hype train that Ooh. I was not mm. that. I mean, uh, what's the guy that fought him? Because he fucking blew it. Yeah, it was like Imovolf. E- Imovolf, who was Italian, was it? Russian, or, probably. Or French. I can't remember which one. It was one. He was. Yeah. He was foreign. You know, they're all the same to yeah. me. Foreigners. Foreign. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I felt like um, Phil. Got, Phil gas. Got, and he got, he and got, he got gas, and he got leg. worked. Those yeah. legs were were stuttering the whole time. I couldn't believe that I don't, because I was like, "Why? you can hear the corner. You should, like, why isn't the corner just like, get, like, separate, separate. Yes. Why are you clinching him? Imovolve's corner? Yeah, like, why would you put him in a fucking uh, Muay Thai clinch when the dude can barely stand? For, like, three minutes, it looked like he could barely stand. Yeah. I'm like, and, and that guy looked like he had a pretty good strike, like, some good... Range at like long arms. I'm like, get away from him and, and knock him out. Separate. You talk about somebody letting a victory slip through their fingertips. Yeah. And look, um, that guy Hoss, he fought a guy I know in the contender series, knocked him out first round, broke his jaw. He's got big powers. UFC yeah. debut, knockout, 20 seconds into it. Hawes is a powerful striker. And an amazing wrestler. So. Good everywhere. Strong, good grappling, good wrestling. And you saw that. He out-wrestled. That's kind of how he was his path to victory in this won. fight. He was getting Imovolve grappled against the cage. Imovolve separated in that second or third round and cracked him a couple times. And Hawes was doing his stinky leg. And it was just ripe for the picking. Yep. And as you said, man, he let Hawes put him against the cage again. He he clenched up. He put himself in those positions. Yep. You've got to know that, first of all, when you have somebody uh, about to go, you've got to find a way to finish your fight. But when it's the ending of a fight and somebody has been wrestling you against the cage the entire the entire fight, if you're backing up, 
you can never really take more than, in striking or grappling, in a cage, your striking coach will always tell you, don't make more than two steps backwards. Got you it, take two it. steps backwards and you angle off left got or right. It. The same thing goes to grappling inside of a cage because you hit that black line, you know you've got about a three feet, which is about two steps. You have to angle off. It always has to be like a J that you're moving. It cannot be straight back. He went against the cage and he went flat. He didn't go left, right, left, right. And when the door was slightly cracked open, he should have exploded through it. But yet he let Hawes regain position yeah. and go square on him. And there was so many opportunities that I saw so much of a bright future in him evolve. And I still think he has it. But it's just that it's those subtle things that like in the higher levels of MMA and UFC that that should have been a victory. You should have knocked Hawes out and you should have stolen his momentum yeah. and you should be yeah, riding. Now you're the hype train. You you're the hype, the hype train. Right. But he just made some kind of, he was fatigued, but fatigue technical yeah, he mistakes He defended a right lot there. of wrestling for a long time too. But yeah, I feel like if you had to got away from him and not even thrown a strike, uh, Phil stood so poorly that I felt like the judges could just continue to give the other guy the round because they're like, yeah. wait, he's he can't stand up. He can't even stand up right now. He's wobbling everywhere he goes. And then and then you'd hold on to him. And now I'm like, you can't tell if he's wobbly anymore. And just get the fuck away. Clear away. All you gotta do is just separate and yeah. don't let the fence be on your back. If he if if his if he had a corner man saying oh, Kenny Johnson at Black House would have been the perfect corner man for that fight. He'd just be like, get the fuck off the cage, get the fuck. I mean, <laughs> left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. Get off the cage. That's all he screams at all me. Right. But it helps because it just gets you in a better position. Yeah. It's all about position to finish a fight. And he was just, he kept putting himself in the worst position. But let me give a little shout out to Halls real quick. That guy was cracked, right? And his legs were gone. And uh, uh, Rashad Evans knows him. And he's like, and Rashad's like, I've been in this position before. He goes, I, I, I've been hit so hard before that I couldn't feel my legs. And he goes, Halls can't feel his legs right now. And I go, you're probably right. He's got these huge muscular legs. He yeah. was hit so hard. He's now he's trying to lug around these 40-pound legs that yeah. he can't feel right now. But he still found a way every time to, to clinch and survive, clinch and survive. And so, like, he did what he had to do to climb out of the mud you know what? That and win is that a, fight. That is a really good yeah. point because that was – the heart of a champion. Right. Cause he could have just fell flat on his face, right. but he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna balance. He did like three and, and a half minutes of yeah. no, legs. no legs. No no legs. Let, like let it know, like what are you is your brain all the yeah. way there? Like, can you see him that well when your legs like yeah. that's a he's rocked really hard. I've had my leg wobble, but I've never had minutes of wobbling where I'm right. like, oh my God, I'm still You can't walk and you're dizzy, that but he would, still was able to, to to capture somebody. It's like playing tag. Okay, I'm going to uh, uh, kick you in the leg 30 times and then turn you in a circle where you're dizzy. Now see if you can catch me in this little room that we're in. He was able to catch him every time. It was it was a weird thing, man. Okay, so we talked about Orlovsky, right? Orlovsky. Yeah, yeah, we did him, Chris Aspinall. And then Eddie Wyland is the fight that I wanted to bring up because oh, I yeah. felt... Eddie obviously got dropped by uh he was coming sugar off of a big loss. Bong machine. And when you get beat <laughs> by the machine, when you get yeah. beat by the bong machine, it's pretty embarrassing, you know? Yeah. Like I'm not saying that uh he's not good. Yeah. I'm but just saying his antics and his hair. He he hits and, pads and everybody it, loves yeah. him and he's you know he's this hype fucking thing. I smoke weed all day and then yeah. he knocks That's out and he, it's Yeah. It's and it was like a flawless victory it knockout too. Beat so. down. Yeah. And then I felt like Eddie looked great. Coming into this fight, Eddie looked so focused. He yep. did not break eye contact when he was getting his gloves and everything checked. He was staring at his opponent the entire time. I go, this this guy, he wants back that, that right. loss, right? He wants yeah. to get this. And he looked good for a while. I until I know caught. that it's your style to fight with your hands down, but I it's the mustache. It's like it makes him fight like I this. Just I I I kind of like it even, but I feel like there was. I mean, 
his jaw's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like he still could have won that fight if he had the jaw of yesteryear. Yeah. Which as a guy that's older and like feeling how I can't play with my friends the way I used to because <laughs> you guys go faster than me and I'm like, yeah. fuck, man. I'm, it's not even worth it anymore. Retiring as a pro skateboarder, I'm watching Eddie and I'm and I'm like, you know, this is this is the game. You've had many years where you knocked everybody out and you mm -hmm. watched hands come past your face and were like, really? That's what you call a punch? And now it's now it's your turn. Now you're, you know, uh, John Caster. Yeah. Caster. Castanada. Castanada. Like yeah. Yeah. John Castanada that I've never heard of. Yeah. Rocked you one shot, man. It's the one hit him and he was like, I, he lost equilibriums. I could tell. He was like, I'm not there anymore. And then he got finished real quick and it was sad. But it's not as sad as you didn't get a... He was a champion. He had a belt. WEC champ, right? Uh, he might have been like an interim or something, but he was high up there for sure. He had many years of being a feared, really tough, high-level competitor. Yeah. And now there's new kids. Yeah. All these kids are new. And, you're, and your face has been tested so many times that when you get caught by a young guy, like your legs go and that's the end of it. I kind of feel like yeah, these are the, these are the kind of fights where you start looking for... Well, other I, jobs to do because you don't want to fuck your brain up. You still know? got more in him. It depends on his age. It, it depends on his age. You know, if he's if he's if he's looking like he's looking right now, but he's only thirty four or something. I don't know his age, but then it's like, all right, he's got some years. Maybe fight a little less. But if he's getting in those late later thirties and he's coming off of two knockouts in a row now, that's when you start obviously debating it. And, right. and you said it, man. Eddie Wineland has made a career out of knocking people unconscious. Right. That's what he does. I'll take yours, you take mine, and we see what happens. And he's always won those. You look at his record, tremendous amount of knockouts yeah. on it. I mean, he just, he's, he's an amazing, folded people. amazing fighter. And he fights hands down because he trusted in his shin and he relied on his he's power. Fast. But now he, one of those are, are sinking. Now, now he's got the power in the hands, but his shin isn't quite able to weather the storm in the fire, right? And, and now you have to change your approach. If he's going to continue fighting, some this grappling is when you start and working. stuff. Sounds like you should Maybe start copying Andre Orlovsky. First, get your jaw cracked. To whatever Andre did. Yeah, do the Arvlosky so thing. Whatever the fuck he got is like, I mean, he just took a giant heavyweight punch on the weekend <laughs> yeah. and was like, oh, that hurt. Usually he doesn't say, oh, he just yeah. starts snoring. So get that. <laughs> and then, because I remember Andre got beat a couple of times and he came back with some grappling and submitted some people and he mixed it up. Yeah. And he and that's how he starts getting on those win streaks again. I think it would be a good idea for Eddie to start looking I would say that. either mix it up into the grappling a little bit or even just slight adjustments on the feet. Put like hands up. Yeah, and it's hard to look. You've made a career off of this. I know, I know. But just we're talking about slight improvements. Get it with a boxing coach. You can say we're just gonna work the guard starting from here, and we're gonna work a little more head movement or something, yeah. just because he leaves himself very open. And that's why when you work against a sniper like Sean O'Malley was, yeah. Sean O'Malley was like, I'm gonna have a field day with this because Sean O'Malley. Say what you want about him. Offensively, he is a freaking sniper. Yep. If you leave a, a, a minute area open, he will find it from the longest range possible. Very long too, and That's and right. hit it right on the on on the head. Hit, hit it right on the point every time. Defensively, grappling, he's got a bunch of holes in his game. But yeah. offensively, you put Eddie Wineland, who gives you the biggest target possible and yeah. not a whole lot of uh, variable uh, head movement. Eddie Wineland's kind of a left right left right head movement, yeah. but it's not a, a a lot of dynamic to it, and that's why. The results did with O'Malley. This one kind of shocked me. This Chris, this Dawkins. Um, um, yeah, I agree. Uh, the, the guy that knocked Castaneda. out Wyland. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Castaneda. But, um, didn't, I didn't know who he was, and yeah, he took people the damage know in now. the first round. And it, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, maybe Eddie should just make some uh, some change ups. Yeah, it's really yeah. good advice because I don't like it when people tell people that they have to quit. I feel like, uh, especially if you 
have never been a pro fighter. It's not really your fucking call. I really yeah. don't appreciate it when people tell other pro fighters that they've had their day because as a pro athlete, not in MMA, but in skateboarding, I've seen people where I was like, this guy will never be good enough. And 10 years later, he fucking beat me in Munster mm. in a contest. And I was like, wow. you think you fucking know everything, don't you, Jason? Mm -hmm. Like there's a guy right there who just proved you wrong. Like he is a guy that didn't have the talent, didn't, didn't have the attributes, talent. didn't have those worked, things. Worked, 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 and got worked, it. Worked, worked, and it came very late. And yeah. then, but it went, but it came. He stayed and it came. Yeah. And so I always, you know, I know uh, Brendan Sharp, maybe a different game, especially after talking to Brendan where he was like, I didn't like fighting. I didn't mm. want to be there. I'm like, yeah, okay, that changes everything to me. Like, you should, if you're saying it makes that the it last couple worse. of fights, you didn't want to be an MMA fighter yeah. and you fought those people, fought for money or, or to, 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 to build a brand until you could jump on something else. It's terrifying. Yeah. Like, to be, to be in it and know that you hate it and Very there's people tough. who are going to kill you. This yeah. is, I can't even fathom that. But if it's your life, you live for it. When you die, you will be known as that's what I was. You know, when you can't do it anymore, you're still in it because that's, you know, I'm a skateboarder forever. It never goes away. That's it. When you put in that much work, you don't tell me when I stop. And you don't tell, you, man, it's bad. Look, staying in. I don't give a fuck what you think. I don't give a fuck what the fan thinks about me staying in it too long. This is my life. my, And it's going to end. And I'm going to end my MMA career that all I ever wanted to do was be an MMA fighter is going to end. And it's going to end on my fucking call, not your call. Oh, I'm embar it's embarrassing to you for me to be here? Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, my jaw is susceptible now? I honestly... I get like I Andre if he retired, but I also get if you stay and you want to stay, fuck everybody, man. You stay because when it's over, there's no coming. Like I can't go in the X Games. Can't go back now. I can't. Yeah. So when you're in the, it, so I love what you just said, right? Because you can't go back to the X Games. So when you were there, and let's say people were like, "Oh, you need to retire. Your knees are bad." You're like, "No," because what people don't understand, and this relates to fighting. You work your entire life to get to this level. To get, yeah. You work your entire life. My pro debut was 500-500, right? And then every fight, you go up 1,000, 1,000, 15, 15, etc. So you get into the UFC, the average pay is about 10 and 10 or 12 and 12, right? And now you're like, wow, I'm making decent money. But if I'm fighting twice a year, I'm not making a ton of money. Right. If I win two fights, then I'm making you know $48,000 or something like that. Yeah. It's, Tax it's man growing. fucking takes that. You got to pay all the things. So now when you're Brandon Schaub, Andre Orlovsky, Orlovsky, Eddie, Eddie Wineland, you're at a stage in your career where you had finally got to the top of the pay scale in terms of, they're not pay-per-view points and stuff, but now you're making 100 grand, 200 grand a fight. Yeah. And it's money. And this is what I do for a living. And I'm not saying you got to fight just for money, but this is, I've worked my entire life to get this reward to get what's to, to, to my worth, my self-worth. And now you're telling me to retire when I've worked so long to get this. And then the other aspect of it is you skateboard because you love it. And this yeah. is what you do. It makes you who you are. It gives you purpose. And I go to the gym and I fight because it gives me purpose in life. And yeah. so even if I wasn't competitively fighting anymore, I would still go to the gym because that's, that's what gives me purpose. This yeah. is what I was the best at in the world. And so to tell a fighter, this is what you worked your entire life for. And this is the best thing that you are in the entire world. You're best at this. And you finally got to this pay scale where you can afford uh, to feed your family. But you got knocked out twice, man. You need to retire. You need to retire yeah. like... Fuck you. Like you said, this is my decision. This is my decision. As a guy that stayed too long in skateboarding, I don't regret it at all. I was still in the X Games. I couldn't win anymore. 
and I knew I couldn't win anymore, but there was only 10 people that could jump the mega ramp in the world. So I was still invited. <laughs> so I still went. Yeah. I went to the athlete lounge and I got all the snacks and shit yeah. and people interviewed me and I was still like on the in the elevator with all my fucking pro skateboarder friends. And people were like, man, you're like the oldest guy here now. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, and and I have a radio show. Like, I skated like three times this week. You guys were there all day. I probably, like, I thought the Mega Ramp for me was even more dangerous and death-defying than the best guy there because I had wobbly legs on a ramp where you do 50 mile an hour. And if you do it wrong, you're dead. Yeah. You are fucking dead. Mm. So to me, I had way more anxiety. I just wanted to live. I didn't care about winning and I knew I was just there. I'm like, you know what? You're not the best dude in the world, but you're in the top 10 of anybody in the world that you can go down You just want to get through it and, and enjoy it in, in the process. Still be pro. Still be a part of the, yeah, of my family. You know, like yeah. even if it's, even if it's, uh, you know, top 10, top 20, you know, like I, I it's, it's, uh, it's for skateboarding, you're not hitting your head. You can keep going. Mm -hmm. Like the only, I'll give MMA where it's like, look, if I'm no longer, like I can't go against a good guy because I'm not fast enough. Mm -hmm. And so I, if I want to get knocked out, I'll just get my wife to hit me in the head with a bat. I don't need to go to the <laughs> MMA world to go to get that done. But if you are still fighting people at your level and that's what makes you happy. Yeah. I don't even like, you know, people like man or, uh, you know, a Fedor or all these guys. I don't know Fedor. I don't know what else he has in his life. I don't know if, if uh, he's willing to lose 10 years because to fight like some asshole, like mm -hmm. if he, it's like big wave surfers, they could die when a wave hits them. Sometimes it puts them in little caves underwater and they drown down there. But sharks fucking eat people. That's your life. You but people that do them. these extreme things, they're willing to take that sacrifice, right? The uh, the risk, the gamble, because otherwise it's like- It's really living. That's living. That's, that's really that's what living we found. when you go, I could fucking die because, right now, but I'm going to put yeah, it on the line. Because should because I do I the smart thing it. and do the- just now I could just retire or live my normal life, but I'm missing, I'm yearning for that uh, that excitement, that craziness. And so, look, I've said it before, maybe somebody should retire. When you see, just because you emotionally see fighters get knocked out and it's been bad and it's been uh, a rep, uh, it's been over and over and over. And you say, okay, maybe they should start thinking about it. That's just a natural conversation. But at the end of the day, I would never um, uh, belittle or, or disagree with a fighter or anyone right. because it's, it's, it's their decision. And like you said, with the blades thing, like, 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 to somebody to call you on FaceTime and and, and be like, bum. yo, you got knocked out. Like, you're just why? a bum. You just a tr you just like the rest you, of the world. Because you don't understand it. You've never been in these positions. You've never taken gambles or risks in your life and been brave. Like I enjoy these, these people the most because, as a guy that I don't think that I was born with all the attributes and all the gifts and all the wisdom, uh, but I work hard. And when I hear people like that do things to people like Curtis Blades, I know that that person doesn't work that hard. And that's just another spot for me to move up in life because yeah. I do I do work. I do put in work and I do give credit where credit is due and I don't shit on people yeah. that have put in a, a certain – because that's the thing. I put in enough effort to know that Curtis Blade's effort is an astronomical effort to be as good as him. I don't care how big you are or whatever. No, he has trained so long and been through so much pain and he lost to a fucking dude who's like top five in the world. Get the fuck out The most out knockouts of in the UFC ever. Right. Yeah, so. And he was winning until that happened too, by the way. Yeah. It looked great. Shit happens, Shit man. Shit happens. And, but being in it is the point. Being in life, giving it a go instead of like finding someone's fucking phone number so you can FaceTime that they're a bitch when, yeah. the, when they actually, you're calling the kettle black. Like, you, he's a bitch? Yeah. Really? 
That's it, man. Get in it. Don't stop, stop, stop feeding off of the negativity and go try some shit. Yeah, go do shit. Go do some shit. Go people. choke somebody. That's bad <laughs> advice. Just enjoy your day. Sorry. <laughs> a positive show, man. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Onnit. Onnit.com forward slash Ellis. Get a discount. And if you go to Lean Feast, leanfeast.com or coolvin.com, which is cool-ven.com, and you use promo code Ellis, you get a discount on all those guys. Thanks to all those guys for supporting us. Okay. Uh, we covered last week, uh, but we need to cover this week real quick. So the main event, Ellen. Some more heavyweights, man. Jorginho Rosenstruck. If you remember him, if you're not familiar with him, look. Man, big re- freaking power. And he's the guy that was getting uh, dominated by Overeem for four minutes and 52 oh, and then he his, seconds. And then he punched his lip off his face. And then he split Overeem's lip in half and knocked him out. Well, TKO'd him. The referee stepped in, but... um. It was, but then you he's know he's coming off a, of a horrific loss. But then, but then he got a little bit of the same. That fight. was the that was the most brutal knockout I've never ever. Seen it. Yeah, I, I think that like, was the Connor Cowboy card where uh, um, Francis Ngannou just rushed across the octagon oh. and, and and caught Rosenstruck and just knocked them out in thirty seconds with a re- like really. Bother- the, I was, was about to say that- the arena was quiet. I don't think there's anybody in the arena, <laughs> but it would have been quiet. It was a death punch. People were like, "Oh I was my like, god, is he, he okay?" Somebody. Yeah. Dead body stuff. So, so that's a terrific fight. Um, the uh, Nikita uh, Nikita Krolov versus um, uh, Magomed. I think that's that fight that's been trying to get made for a while. So they're finally fighting. And then another going up. Pedro versus um, is it Jimmy Rivera? No, not Rivera. Um, yep, it is Jimmy Rivera. Pedro Munoz. That's my homie. Uh, Rivera. Oh, yeah. Ooh, this, this could be a rematch, but, but yeah, there's there some bangers right there. So that'll be a super fun fight. And then my girl Angela Hill against yeah. against Ashley Yoda. Oh yeah! Come yeah, on, yeah. Angela. That'd be a good fight. Angela. Angela's been going back and forth in Twitter with uh, I don't remember who it is. I, I do. A it's, different girl. It's the girl that she beat but didn't get the win over. Her. Yes, Claudia Gadea. Was it Claudia? Yeah, Gadea? I, I think Claudia girl. sucks. Sorry, I, 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 I didn't. I'm gonna get in trouble. I don't think she sucks. I just really like Angela Hill, and I think. But I think she. I beef, watched that fight. Angela beefs with a lot of girls. <laughs> Does she beef with another one too, though? Oh shit! Yeah. Well, maybe I, I should get out of it. I maybe. think she just um. <laughs> Took this fight on short notice too, so uh, okay. Angela went from fighting like five to seven times a year to a little bit of a layoff. Some fights didn't go her way, so um, she can maybe. Pick I up feel some like momentum. she kind of got bad decisions on a couple of fights. The Claudia one, I definitely yeah. felt like she won that fight. Some tough ones, and I know that Claudia doesn't want to give their give her a rematch. That's what I heard on Twitter, but you know how. And Angela will let you know, dude. She calls these girls out. That's how Angela, I know. she's a savage, dude. She's I a know. savage on Twitter. She's a savage in the octagon. I respect her. I really like her style. I hope she wins that fight. She's fun. She's fun gets, to watch. Gets main events. I hope she beats. I hope she gets Claudia forced to have a rematch one day and then beats her severely. Knowing her, uh, seeing the way possible. she is taking this fight, she could go. And if she wins this fight, get on the mic and the mic, you get a hot mic. Call out the girls that you've been beefing with for Twitter. So nice. do that, Angela Hill. Yeah, yeah, that's really <laughs> good advice. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. It, have it written down. Yeah, you know you're gonna win. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Tell yeah. your friends we're Combat Podcast. Come on, man. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Thanks, everybody. Take care, guys.